Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by author Alex Reedman. She is the author of the book, I Am Alice, Break Up, Break Down, and Break Through. It is a memoir about her life, so we're going to be talking to her about that and anything else that she's up to. So, Alice, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Curtis, for inviting me. It's lovely to chat to you. Well, why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Right. Well, okay. So my name is Alice. I put out my book this year, which is a memoir about a very life-changing experience. Um, yeah, it was a very sudden experience when I was about to adopt a couple of children with my husband. And basically, he woke me up and told me he didn't want them the day before. So my life changed very rapidly um and um yeah i had to create a whole new life from that so that's what the book's about and how i managed to do that and all the tools that i used and already had you know i always feel that we're prepared for what's happening in our lives even at the time we might not feel like it but um all the things that happened to me previous in my life came into play and supported me through this really difficult time i, I mean i'm not saying it was easy um but i did have some tools which we can talk about and what really helped me get through the experience. And um, yeah, to really be hopeful and um, and to really trust um, that my life would be okay and I would come through this. And I was determined that I would live actually a better life than the one I was previously destined for. Okay, well, before we get into those tools, kind of tell the listeners uh, what got you into writing. Yeah, writing. Well, um, I mean, I never had any idea about writing a book in my life. But after what happened to me, um, I had to write for myself. You know, I was already journaling. Um, journaling is a fantastic tool to offload the brain and support, well, support me through this very isolating experience. So I just journaled and journaled. And um, and it was through that journaling it, that gave me so much strength and power and insight uh, that I felt like I really had to share my story. Um, obviously, it's taken me a long time to actually get around to it. But I wrote the first draft of the book about nine months after my experience. And um, because I couldn't actually believe that that had all happened to me. So I was writing it because like, yes, that did happen. And if I don't write it down, I won't believe myself in a year's time. So I did it as a sort of therapy, uh, but I also wrote it in chapters sequentially. And um, and I knew at some point when I was strong enough um, and the right time that I would I would probably put it out as a book. Yeah. Which I did this year. <laughs> Okay, well, tell us about some of the tools that you use to help, help you know, get through that tough situation. Right. Well, obviously, journaling, I was doing that every day um, because uh, in my story, 
um, after losing the children, I had a sort of spiritual opening and, um, you know, I felt very connected to a higher consciousness. And um, so I wrote, I wrote about that. And also um, I ended up a couple of weeks after the incident, I ended up getting sectioned in a, in a psychiatric ward, which, because uh, obviously I was suffering from this grief and they just decided they would put me into this place um, and drug me. And basically I really had to write my way through that experience because I was in another state of shock, you know, having my freedom taken away from me, being drugged, going through this grief. Um, so writing really kept me in my body and it really saved me. I could say, uh, I think journaling is such a powerful tool because you can express yourself, whether you're drawing, whether you're writing about what's happening to you, whether you're writing about, you know, what you wish for in the future, you know, to have hope. You know, words are very important. Uh, another um, about writing is that some friends of mine, some family friends that basically took me in for a week during that difficult period before I got um, sectioned in the hospital, um, he and his wife wrote me this beautiful letter, uh, basically saying, you know, that I would get through this. And it was, you know, an extreme set of unusual circumstances. But um, they, they said these really lovely things to me. And that letter I carried with me and I would read it um, to, to support me because sometimes I felt like I was never going to get out of the place, you know, and... Um, so, yeah, so writing, you know, writing to people and writing a letter to yourself or when other people write you a beautiful letter like that, it, you know, you can really hold those words and really allow them to resonate in your body to, yes, yes, this is true. Yes, I have the power. Yes, I can do it. It's just I've just got to get through, you know, each moment, each day, each hour, depending what's, you know, how desperate the situation is. Um, the other, Another tool is singing. Um, or sounding or humming, um, you know, the voice is a very powerful tool. And, and um, I've learned a lot about sound healing since I've been living in Bali this last six six years. And um, the power of sound, um, not just on the mind, but also on the body and in calming yourself emotionally, but also on every single cell in the body. You know, sound vibrates through the body. You know, we are... I don't know, 70% or more, um, you know, water. So when we have these healing sounds or the sound of our voice, which I feel is the most healing sound, then it vibrates in the body and harmonizes the body, mind, and soul. Yeah. Um, another tool, um, I think maybe it's not so much a tool, but it's it's a way of finding what, brings you joy in a creative, you know, that's usually in a creative manner. And obviously for me, singing, um, you know, I've learned instruments since then. I've done a lot of sound healing. So I feel sound in some way would be wonderful to, to get in touch with, to then reconnect yourself to yourself. And in reconnecting yourself to yourself, if you know what I mean, it then, you know, allows you to connect to others, but we really need to feel connected to ourselves, you know, going through difficult times. Well, you also talk about there are some gifts and, and having a spiritual or mental experience. So tell us about some of those gifts. 
Yeah, I mean, I was told, you know, that basically uh, from source or higher power, I was told that I would get through this experience. Early on, I was told, it's okay, you're going to get through this and there's a gift in your experience. So I really held on to that and I really trusted that because I was going through a huge opening, you know, of my heart and um, and connected to higher realms that when I when that came through I was I was very grateful and and I really held on to that I thought yes I'm going to make it so um you know I've been told that there's a gift in this and yes I'm going to find that gift I don't know what it is I've got no idea you know I thought I was having this life with my husband my children and working as a graphic designer um and that's what I thought my life would be so um yeah I really held out for this gift and I had really no idea what it was going to be. And um, and now I see my gift is to support others through difficult times. And in doing that, I can, you know, that's why I'm sharing my book and sharing the tools that have supported me because chances are they might be able to help other people. And from people reading my book already, they've said that they've sp- uh, felt inspired and, um, you know, it's really um, supported them because they have also gone through difficult times, whether it's divorce or connection to children, whether they've, you know, um, lost a child or or like me, you know, the adopted children um, or had a miscarriage or, you know, this whole thing about children and loss. And, um, yeah, and the importance of connection. So, you know, for me, I had the connection of this ex- spiritual experience, which supported me and um and then finding connection with the right people that can support you through your difficult times and then ongoing from that finding a wider you know even if it's just a small group of people that you can connect with on a deeper level you know like-minded people that you can all support each other because they see you for who you really are and not the surface you know not what kind of car you have or what kind of position you have as a job you know they see you They see your true self or as much as, you know, as one can. Other people can see your true self. But, yeah, finding those like-minded people that that you can really be yourself, you know, your authentic self. You don't have to pretend that everything's okay when it's not. You can be, you know, you can ask for support. And for me, I and maybe I think a lot of people, asking for support is, is very difficult because we all want to be, seem like we're all managing everything and um you know asking for support uh can be you know quite challenging well who are some of your favorite authors or books you know who do you uh use to get inspired to do your writing well i must say uh i haven't really read books you know i mean i have read books but i mean i haven't read any to be inspired from my book because i think uh i just wrote it I just wrote the story how how it was. I didn't, uh, but I tell you who I do, I, I am inspired by actually is people like Paulo Coelho and all those books that he wrote, The Alchemist and all, uh, um, he's written many books and they're always like going through these adventures. And that's how I see my story as an adventure story, you know? Um, yeah, not, well, it is a memoir as well, but it's more of an adventure, how I came through uh, losing everything to to being locked up to to getting out and and it's like 
at times it was like I was in two realities. So I can see that with maybe Paulo Coelho's books, you know, the spiritual side of it. And um, yeah. And the other book, 100 Years of Solitude by, um, um, I can't remember. It's, it's uh, I can't remember, Garcia Marquez, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. I think that's, yes, 100, 100 Years of Solitude. Yeah. Um, other books. I mean, gosh, I can't actually think of anything at the moment. But um, yeah, I mean, I read a lot of uh, sort of self-help books and things like that. And uh, yeah. But those two books, definitely those two authors um, have inspired me. Yeah, for sure. Well, tell us about any current or upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about. Yeah, my upcoming projects. Um well, obviously, I've started a podcast now myself, which I'm really enjoying. Um, I'm talking to people about creativity, connection, and how they find clarity in this ever-changing world that we live in. I mean, I think we all realize that change is actually all we have. You know, nothing stays the same. Every day is different and our lives change and, you know, it's always changing. So I love to talk to people about their transformation and uh what changed their lives and how they came into other gifts in their lives. Um, so I started that. Um, I'm working on a journal that's going to accompany my book to, to you know, to um, talk about all the tools that I feel help me, like finding creativity. Um, and, you know, we're all, I, I feel we're all here to be creative beings. So it's about finding that. And, um you know, I've done lots of creative things, but I never really thought I was that good at being creative. But since I've been living here, I've been really inspired to be more creative. And it's just happened very naturally because I'm in a beautiful country, a beautiful island of Bali. And it's so inspiring, the nature, you know, the spirituality, the beauty of this place. And um, so I developed a, a small range of jewellery, which has been inspired by my book, Um so, yeah, just a little silver talismans and some malas that I've just done because it's really connected to me and it just makes me feel good. And uh, I do like beautiful things. So, um, yeah, so I'm now I'm selling those. And um, very recently, well, I guess the last couple of years, I started playing harmonium. And like I said to you about how it's really important to use our voice and to express ourselves because I'm sure like many people, sometimes it's very difficult to really express how we feel. We kind of, well, I, I know I have done, especially in the past and maybe still, it's like I don't fully say how I'm feeling. I don't fully express myself. But through singing and playing music, um, it sort of liberates you and gives you this freedom of expression. And uh, whether it's improvised or, um, you know, or you're, you're singing mantra. Um, yes, I mean, I forgot to say, actually, during my uh, difficult times, uh, mantra was something that was very powerful for me. And um, I'd been singing a mantra for my children for two years. And uh, so when I lost them suddenly, I sang that mantra to support me and to so I would sing it, you know, during the first couple of uh, the first week, I would sing it all night long to to keep me in my body because I really thought that I was going to die. Um, and so I really wanted to stay. <laughs> and so I used this mantra to support me through those difficult times. And uh, yes, and consequently from that, living in Bali, I've done I go to a lot of kirtan and I've learned to play the harmonium, which 
I mean, I never thought that I would, but I, I did and I love it. And it came very easily to me. And recently I've started playing guitar. I mean, I used to play bass guitar in um in an indie band in the UK back in the 90s. And um, but I'd sort of put that all behind me and I didn't have any intention of playing bass again. But I felt really inspired to um get this little guitar and uh and recently um after going to this beautiful place, beautiful temple by a beautiful river and swimming in this river uh, with my friends and um, experience this beautiful energy of Bali, um, I started writing songs and a whole song came through after visiting that place. And um, I decided I needed to learn guitar to play it. So um, I've just taken up guitar. So, I mean, it's amazing how when you open the gates of creativity, so much more keeps on coming through to to enjoy. And um, yes, I'm hoping to record that and to start doing um, some more sort of meditation music and that kind of thing. I've done a little bit, but I really haven't had time because I've had such a busy year, such a busy year putting out my book. It was such a such a um, yeah, such a transformational time to to finally, after you know, nearly sort of eight years to actually put out my book, it took me, I was still sort of hesitating. Should I really reveal myself? Because it's very, very honest, my book. And um, and I, I'm such a private person. I was thinking, what am I doing, doing this? You know, people are going to read it. And uh, yeah, so um, yeah, it's been a busy year doing lots of creative things. Well, I, I know that you are a private person. So, so why did you feel like it was so important to share your story? Yeah, well, I mean, along the way and living in Bali, I'd met quite a few people that had also been sectioned in a psychiatric ward and uh, I'd gone through some experiences with them and supporting them. And uh, I wanted to, by writing my story, I wanted to normalise, normalise the experience. I mean, when we go through very isolating times and suffering from grief, and uh, loss and, you know, other events in our lives, it takes us to a place that we've never been before. And the people, and, you know, we don't know how to deal with it. Um, and we just deal with it best we can. But, you know, the people around us often feel, well, you're not acting normal. So uh, I don't know what to do with you. Oh, let's put you in this place where you're going to be safe. But what they don't probably realize is in that so-called so safe place to me didn't feel very safe at all actually um but to uh you know and then to be drugged to you know to sedate whatever is going on and then you know come out the other side so I just felt I really needed to share my story honestly to support other people that have been in the same situation or maybe people that haven't been in that situation that might end up being in a similar situation and so you know what happened to me might actually help them you know um making different choices and also maybe reaching out to the right people for help at the right time. Um, you know, my situation was very unusual and, um, you know, uh, but I think by sharing it, because I know quite a few people really uh, have also been in psychiatric wards and they would never share their story because they, they don't want people to know, especially on a sort of anyone could read the book. Um, they, they don't want to share that because for whatever reason, I mean, there's a lot of 
shame and um, embarrassment and, uh, you know, lack of control around your life to, to share that. You, you know, I, I, I felt very judged by, by having been through that experience, but really what I actually learned through putting up my book and by sharing my story is that really the judgment was all on me. You know, I was judging myself and therefore judging others that they would judge me because really, you know, if people want to judge me, well, that's about them. It's not about me. And that's that's a quite a difficult one to learn. But I really learned that. I mean, people read my story and they say, you know, oh, God, that really helped me. I particularly like this bit and that inspired me, whatever. And other people might not like it at all, but that's OK. And it really has nothing to do with me, because when you read a book, you go through that experience with the book through, you know, through what you're reading. And it's it's not about the person that, that wrote it necessarily you know it's about your relationship to to that experience so um yeah so I've learned a lot by putting it out actually I mean it's been wonderful having feedback from people because that really made me realize that yes it was the right decision to do that um and uh yeah and if, if people don't like it that that's okay too um you know I won't take it personally um and I think that's that's a really big learning you know, we're all different. What well, throw out your contact information so people can keep up with everything that you're up to. Yeah, I have a website and it's called travelwithalice.com. And I also have Instagram, which is travelwith underscore Alice. And yeah, you can reach me there and uh, see what I'm doing and living my life in Bali. <laughs> uh, lots of pictures about my cat and <laughs> things like that. But yeah. Yeah, you can keep in contact there. We'll close us out with some final thoughts. Maybe if that was something I forgot to talk about that you would like to touch on, or just any final thoughts you have for the listeners. Um, well, what I would say to the listeners is that really go go for it in life. You know, really, really dream your life about what you really want to do. You know, I know it's sometimes you think, oh, writing a book and you know, setting your book, and you know, it seems like you know, a whole other world. I mean, for me, I would never have thought of doing that. Um, but, you know, it's like really dream up what, what you really want to do and how you really want to help others because it's, you'll be surprised how the universe can fall into place for you. I mean, I can't believe if I look at my life thinking, oh, wow, I've created my book and now I did the jewelry and now I'm doing a podcast and now I'm playing music and, and I've got so many creative ideas that I want to do. I mean, it's just like, it's really, it is infinite. So go for your highest choice and just, you know, just write about it, imagine it, visualize it, you know, really, why not? Daydream it. You've got nothing to lose. And maybe you might find a whole new world is out there for you. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, travelwithalice.com. Please be sure to check her out. Check out everything that she's up to. Pick up a book, follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible. If you have any guest or suggestion topics, see Jackson102 at Cox.net is the place to send them. As always, thank you for listening. And Alice, thank you for being courageous. Thank you for joining us and sharing your story. Thank you so much, Curtis. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Nice to meet you. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.